Hey y'all and welcome to the Alabama Wild Podcast here at Rubber Ducky RV Studios. Today we're brought to you by East Alabama Ducks Unlimited hosted in Auburn, Alabama. If you would like to know more about East Alabama Ducks Unlimited or anything about us, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or shoot us an email at ducks.auburn at gmail.com. Welcome to the Alabama Wild Podcast. I'm Andy and tonight we have Blake, Rodney, and Dr. Lamar Siebenhenner, who's the district chairman of Alabama Ducks Unlimited. Welcome, gentlemen. All right. Hello. How are you? Good. Okay, today we're going to talk about duck hunting on the cheap. One of the things I've spoken to other hunters about is they're concerned about the cost of starting to duck hunt, that they really don't think they can commit this much money to uh, something they're not even sure they would enjoy. So, Lamar, can you tell us a little bit about some of your experiences and how you can maybe duck hunt without spending a fortune? Well, duck hunting is probably going to be a little more expensive than what you're used to if you're used to going dove hunting back home or quail hunting or something like that. Basically, all that comes down to is your license because you got to have more than just a state license to go duck hunting. You do have to have that federal duck stamp. Game wardens tend to be a little upset with you if you don't. Okay, so you probably want to do that. And ammunition is probably going to be a little more expensive as well because you got to shoot some sort of non-toxic shot as opposed to shooting just normal old lead shot at dove or quail. So those are the two areas that you are probably going to have to spend a little bit more money than maybe you're used to on. Other than that, you can get away pretty cheap hunting uh, ducks, especially here in Alabama. Now, uh, I tell people all the time, Alabama has the unique uh, position of being in what I call the Southern Duck Flyway, and the Southern Duck Flyway is characterized by not having any damn ducks. So here in Alabama, you're pretty much shooting a lot of wood ducks. You can go to different places. We have mallards, we have teal. All right, I'm not saying there are no other ducks in Alabama, but most of the places you're gonna go hunting around here, especially here around Auburn somewhere, your main prey, your main quarry, is going, to be wood duck, is going to be wood ducks. So shooting wood ducks is fast, it's fun, uh, one it's of hard. the best eating ducks I've ever, I've ever had. Uh, and you can generally shoot them pretty cheap, you don't need a lot of decoys. Shooting wood ducks, you're not really going to, especially around here, you're not going to have two or three hundred ducks circling above you waiting to pour down into the timber like you are if you go to Arkansas or Mississippi. You're going to shoot these birds flying by you. It's past shooting more often than not. I heard a nasty rumor that you actually killed a pintail in East Alabama. Is that true or is that just some type of fabrication? That I, I actually did. I'm pretty sure that duck was really, really lost. <laughs> so, I, I killed him at a, uh, a beaver pond up in uh, where was it? Up, up above Lafette. Mm -hmm. uh, private pond, huh? Pri uh, it, <laughs> private <laughs> pond up in Lafette, Alabama, above Lafette. Uh, he was flying with some gadwall. And I, when I shot him, I thought he was a gadwall. Uh, he fell across the pond. I had to uh, paddle my little uh, hunting skiff across the pond to go get him. When I picked him up, it was an immature, uh, immature pintail. And actually, Strangely enough, I mean, no pin, barely had feathers on his wings and everything. He was a very young bird. Uh, I actually got that bird mounted just because you don't see pintails in, in Alabama. Well, Lamar, I've got a uh, interesting story as to how I actually got involved 
my initial interest in duck hunting and I was out deer hunting off of the woods down in Tauga County and it was just a small little strip pond just beyond my tree stand and one afternoon nice and quiet almost deer 30 here comes a large group of wood ducks come flying in there and they land in on that pond and I thought to myself wow they actually come all the way into here to this little bitty pond and it was about 20 30 birds so that was the first time I had actually seen ducks in the wild in Alabama just coming in on top of me while I'm hunting but not necessarily ducks um, so that being said these small little holes of water on private property and public hunting property even if you hunt turkey or you hunt deer there's an opportunity to scout out some great locations to hunt on the cheap because if you already have access to that land and that management then uh, you may have ducks already coming in there you just don't know it it's your timing on how you approach it so yes several years later a buddy of mine up in Chambers County area invited me up for a for a duck hunt and uh, we actually go stomping in along a creek bed creek line and they stand me off in the middle of the creek on a small island and they line up both sides of the creek up to a back neck of the creek line where there was some water about eight hunters and uh, early morning light then ducks come streaming in there perfect shot for me overhead I got my first woody first duck had it mounted one of the most beautiful ducks that you'll ever mount mm -hmm. and everybody that sees that and I've shared the picture with out of the state of Alabama says wow I wished I could get one of those but yet for us in Alabama that's a regular bird for us to take so but hunting on the cheap there were no decoys in the water I just bought me a pair of waders because at that point I didn't know what I needed but I knew I needed waders I already had a 12 gauge shotgun loaded up some uh, shells and ammo and just listened to the tips of those that had already hunted that area, paid attention, and got my first ducks that morning. Rodney, I did some of the same thing. It was on uh, some hunting land I had in Tuskegee, Alabama. It had flooded timber. And we often saw ducks coming in as we were sitting in the tree stands that afternoon, and some friends decided we wanted to try to duck hunt many, many years ago. So we did the right thing, went and bought a duck stamp, did everything you're supposed to do, and went out, and we had ducks come in, and they came in legal, and we were able to shoot wood ducks and then we realized we did not have a dog or waiters so <laughs> we had to try to figure out how we were going to retrieve these ducks so we sent a, a small john boat there we had used so we sent them out in the john boat and collecting them and after a while of doing that we got tired of getting the boat in and out of the water every time because it was on a pretty steep dam I had the bright idea I rigged up a about a six inch long topwater lure and we would shoot the ducks and I would cast past them and catch them <laughs> with the topwater lure and reel them back in to the bank. And that's how our first experience. Now we moved on eventually. We actually went and bought some pair of waders so we could walk that's out there and get the ducks ourselves. Name the lure Rover, right? Yes, Rover. Rover. Right. That was it. That's one thing, though, you can't go cheap on really is waders. Because I remember my first pair, I bought a real cheap pair, I think. I don't want to say where from or anything, but uh, put them on first time getting water, crotch leaks. It was not pleasant. <laughs> especially when the water's really cold so you don't have to buy like the expensive ones but you don't don't buy the cheapest ones you can find either and if you're going on your first hunt and you've got a buddy that's been experienced with it he may have a pair of waders leaky or not that he'll let mm -hmm. you borrow first time around just to see if it's something you're interested in doing 
So you say you wouldn't need a brand new pair of Drake waterfowl waiters for your first trip not out? Not unless you, not unless you're ready to roll that out of your bank account. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think you have to go buy top of the line waiters right off. I, I do agree with what Blake said that uh, I do. You know, waiters are probably that other piece of essential equipment if you want to consider it, quote unquote, to be essential because if you're shooting ducks by definition, you're shooting waterfowl, you are going to be in the water in most cases. So, uh, and it's going to be cold. And, well, not always. Well, no. <laughs> you got to remember, we're in Alabama. That's true. <laughs> cold is relative. It's very true. Uh, but uh, certainly, even 40, 45 degree weather, which we don't necessarily think of as being cold, you got to walk out in the water without waders mm -hmm. on. It can get chilly pretty quickly. Yeah, it's not so, pleasant. Um, but you know, a, a, again, we're not talking about having to spend a lot of money on it. Depending on where you're hunting, you can do it with uh, with hip boots. You can do it with you know a, a pair of, of high lacrosse boots or something. Not 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 naming. Sorry, I didn't mean to go brand names here. Or anything. That's fine. Brand name lacrosse, good product. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll reach out to them, right? Right. That's right. Uh, but you know, just a good pair of boots like that. You don't have to have a dog, although it's an amazing thing to watch a dog go retrieve. But you know, if you got one, that that's great as well. You can go ahead and pop that if you want to. Right, don't sorry. worry about it. He's trying to be quiet over here. <laughs> well, what would you say about camouflage? Would you think someone would be able to use that regular camouflage for duck hunting in Alabama? Yes, uh, absolutely. I don't think you have to have, you know max four duck blind or anything like that in Alabama especially shoot what I found is is just a lot of times where we hunt in Alabama and the habitat we're in just your simple woodland camo that you would use like Rodney mm -hmm. would use to deer hunt or something like that you may want to <laughs> add some gloves you know can make sure you got some camo gloves on and even a, a camo mosquito net type mesh or something to put over your face to add a little bit more cover because yeah. ducks eyes talk about turkey's eyes being very keen ducks are pretty amazing as I've hunted over the years I'd never realized just how much they are always looking and searching even at high altitudes those heads are going back and forth and they're visibly searching to make sure there's no hazard when they decide to come down so yes Fairly good camo cover up, no exposed skin, you know, that would draw attention, you know. But, you know, just something, whatever you need, whatever, how many layers you need to keep warm, you don't need to go invest in some, again, you know, four ply system of mm -hmm. uh, Sitka waterfowl gear, gear or something like that. Yeah. Just, to, you know, something to match the temperature wherever you're going to be. Uh, pair of waders would be nice or hip boots or something because you are going to be around the water uh, we talked about license and the, sh the shells you do want to have a, uh, a a good gun I was about to say uh, what's you, you got the gun is primarily the most expensive part typically in in mo in many cases it is although I'll be honest with you I, I've hunted with guns cheaper than waders <laughs> Amen. Okay. Well, Amen. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, you, you can get a. You can How get did a that work out for you, though? I generally hit what I shoot at. <laughs> so, um, if you've ever dropped your gun in the water, it. you may wish that the cheaper gun was the one you started with. 
So, it, you know, a good gun, you want to be careful about using, and, and I'll tell this story on myself, very first time I ever went duck hunting, uh, I didn't know a whole lot about it. This was right when I was just getting in into duck hunting, didn't know a whole lot. And the shotgun I had at the time was a Browning Light 12 A5 uh, Belgium made gun. Nice. Really nice gun. Mm -hmm. Except it's not made to shoot steel shot. So, you you got to be careful about you know yeah. if you're coming in with your grandfather's old old gun or whatever, you you do want to do some research into it and make sure that you got a gun that. How can do you know that. if it shoots still shot or not? Google's a wonderful thing. There you go. That and also with certain guns, you want to check the choke setting mm -hmm. because there are certain chokes that are not designed for steel shot as well. That's right. And if you read up on that and research that, you may save yourself a little problem in damaging a gun or a choke tube. So because you got to use non-toxic shot, now it can be steel's the cheapest, you can get bismuth, you can get tungsten, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all that type of stuff, uh, different mixes and everything. But just basic steel is going to be the cheapest you can get, but you got to have a gun that's going to be able to shoot that. Uh, Rodney, what shotgun are you using right now? Currently, uh, it usually ends up being one that someone wants to loan me these days because... Uh, <laughs> this other one goes click a lot. Yeah, well, well <laughs> yes. I've been on a few trips where um, my 870 pump that I enjoy shooting with, uh, Remington, uh, it'll shoot up to three and a half, but I only shoot threes with it. Um, and I enjoy the pump. Uh, I've got a... Uh, inexpensive TriStar 12 gauge that I felt like would be a good duck gun because if I ever <laughs> did drop it or ruin it, it wouldn't hurt my feelings quite as bad. But every time I bring it, I have a buddy of mine specifically that wants to loan me his nicer gun, which is a uh, V, a Remington V, V-Max. V-Max. Yeah. And um, he learned his lesson the last time he loaned me that gun because I'm in the blind and I'm shooting birds on the third day and it stops shooting and I'm like, broke the firing pin. So I'm sitting there in the blind and then as the other shooter next to me finishes up, he wants to loan me his gun and I'm thinking, I've torn up one gun, do I want to tear up two today? So anyway, I took that gun, finished out, limited out. When we got the Remington back and got it to the shop, it was not a broken firing pin. It actually sheared the receiver pin, which when Remington saw it, they were quite surprised. Wow. And how I pulled that off, I'm not sure, but it's definitely a Rodney event. So if you're hunting with me, don't loan me your gun. Just let me shoot what I brought, and I'll be just fine. <laughs> I was going to say, moral of the story here is don't yeah. loan Rodney a gun. Uh, yeah. yeah, as a matter of fact, I do a good bit of duck hunting from a kayak. and. You really don't want to have a very high-end gun with me on a kayak because there's a yep. good opportunity that everything could end up in the water at any yeah. given time. When That's you a lot shoot of fun. Over. Yeah, so you want to have a good decent gun you're pretty sure it's going to go off and you can shoot well with. Um, but like you said, you use a pump and enjoy using a pump. And a lot of people would say a pump shotgun is probably not the best thing for pass shooting or wing shooting, but I can't say I've never been agree with that. going to be your least expensive, though. You may not get off as many shots, but ideally if you're practiced and you're a good shooter, you'll get your birds. Mm -hmm. um, so 
but one thing I wanted to say was is we're talking about uh, inexpensive or cheap ways to go duck hunting and if you're if you're a first-timer or you're just wanting to get involved I think getting involved with the Ducks Unlimited chapter at some of their events or committee events you're gonna be around people that hunt mm -hmm. uh, duck I was I'm a committee member 20 plus years longer than 20 years and I went many years without duck hunting and then finally when I got to go I was hooked and I didn't I couldn't realize why it took me so long to actually go duck hunting but having been around these resources of people that hunt all of the time and hear their stories and I just enjoyed listening to the stories well now I've added many stories to my uh, log so it's uh, it's quite exciting a lot of fun and the resource you know for Ducks Unlimited is amazing because it's just a bunch of folks getting together promoting a product but in the process there's a lot to be learned and, and a lot of jewels to gather up from that. Um, also the state of Alabama wildlife you know dot org there's lots of other locations to pick up on on tips and information as to where you can hunt uh, within the state of Alabama and some guidelines to go by so lots of resources out there that you can check into. So I, I would definitely echo what uh, Rodney says there uh, is kind of being I guess representing DU a little bit here tonight uh, or the state of Alabama DU it is a, it's a great place to meet like-minded people and that doesn't always just mean people who are duck hunting that means people who are into conservation and everything like that but you know you go to an event you become part of a chapter and everything you get to know people and all of a sudden you get invited on hunts let people know you want to to go hunting I mean Rodney and I have gone hunting two or three times together now taking trips hunting again I don't know that we put some of those in the on the cheap category yeah. but uh, but you know we we have gone on on those trips and we never would have done that without being part of DU and I would speak for me anyway I, those are some of the best me hunting memories I've got mm. are, are, are those trips so I, I strongly encourage doing that and at the banquets you can I mean you can buy tickets and win gear and guns and all <laughs> kinds of cool stuff <laughs> that, that is that's true. one way to get it for cheap buy a hundred dollar like raffle package and then you win you know thousand dollar gun yeah so that's awesome so not a bad trade on that so I I definitely agree with that um, as far as getting back to uh, I guess the only thing we really haven't talked about as far as equipment wise going on cheap would be decoys and uh, again here in Alabama it's, and it I will stress it's going to depend on where you are in Alabama. So if you're up somewhere up in Gunnersville, you may need a big raft of ducks out there to, to get people to recognize you or whatever. But most of the time, especially if you're shooting wood ducks, you're either like Rodney's trip to that slough with the hunters where you didn't even need decoys. The ducks were going to fly there anyway. Uh, most of the time when I go hunting, if I know I'm mostly going to be shooting wood ducks, I got maybe three decoys. You know just something out there that they can they can see because most of the time you're not going to see huge groups of deep of wood ducks all together uh, even even mallards I've never again I've been to Mississippi I've been to Arkansas I've seen thousands of mallards localized at one place uh, been to Saskatchewan and seen tens of thousands of mallards <laughs> oh. located at one place 
you don't see that in Alabama. You can so, only kill five, so. And, and you can only kill five. <laughs> yeah. uh, you don't need a lot of decoys. You don't have to put a lot of money into them. You don't even have to have brand new decoys. Uh, you can get, there are Facebook groups out there. There are places all over that uh, will, <laughs> that will, uh, you can buy used decoys and everything. So it, mm -hmm. it's not real expensive to provide the decoys as part of that. I would be willing to bet you if you came and you were really serious about wanting duck hunting, you came to a DU, your local DU chapter, you got to know some guys and you just weren't a prick, you would probably be given a few decoys for free. There's yeah. probably plenty of people that have traded up or have way more decoys than they really yeah. want these days. I, I actually could probably provide decoys to people mm -hmm. like that. I, I have more than I need right now. Another item in Alabama when you're hunting uh, wood ducks is you don't necessarily need a duck call. I mean, you can get your wood duck call if you see that there's multiple water points that they may be coming into and it's not one close enough to you, and then learn to work that call to bring them in. But again, that morning that I'm referring to specifically, there was no decoys, no duck calls. These birds just kept coming up that creek line and right up, right up there on top of us. So uh, a little bit of scouting may need to be implemented as well. So. A duck call may or may not be a necessity. But if you use a duck call, you got to know how to use it. Like you hand me a duck call, and I'm gonna sound like a dead rat or something, you know? <laughs> like well, I can't do it. Well, I can't least, make the at noise. At least we'll know we'll be shooting some rats that morning. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, I, I agree with her, with what Rodney said there. Uh, you know, it, it's. You don't have to have a lot of equipment to hunt ducks in Alabama's bottom line is everything we're saying here. Mm. Uh, you can get away with a bare minimum to get out and, and have an opportunity to kill ducks. Scouting, just what he said. You do need to spend a little time working, you know, and whether it's going out deer hunting and saying, man, I see that little pond or that little slough over there I never knew that many ducks came flying in here you know you've learned something you spent some time looking around uh, if you go out bass fishing or something in, in, in the, the spring mornings, or early, morning fall of the year you, you see ducks fly you see where they're flying from you see where they're flying to you know all those are things that you that you look at uh, we're not not necessarily talking duck hunting but depending on where you are in Alabama, what body of water you're on, whether it's Lake Martin or Jordan or whatever, you know, geese are waterfowl. You can shoot geese in Alabama. We have a special goose season. We, you know, early goose season, we, you can shoot geese most of the time for pretty much, I think the seasons of duck and goose pretty much overlap exactly. The geese flight in Alabama has increased significantly over the past several years. They're, they're constantly, I see more geese than I do ducks. Yeah. Seems like geese fly real high though. Like no, you got they bust them they, no, they really don't. Not <laughs> the ones I've seen. Uh, and I, I have said many times, the best camo you can have for goose hunting is a rod and reel wearing shorts and a cap out on a bass boat. Because <laughs> they are going to fly right over you. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. it. I mean, I, believe me guys, I've actually done that. Had yeah. a gun in the boat. <laughs> 
There they are. During season, of course. During season. Yeah. I haven't yeah. broken any rules. But, you know, d doing something like that. So, again, there's a lot of ways you can duck hunt in this state, especially without putting forth a lot of money into it. You don't need to go buy a bunch of mojos. You don't need to have, you know, all that spinning wing decoys. You don't need to have remote control ducks running around out there unless like like Andy was saying earlier telling us earlier before we got started about he got that to entertain his kid while, while he was hunting and everything one of those little remote control mm -hmm. decoys and everything you don't have to have all that one truly one of the best things I've seen uh, is just a simple jerk string you know ju just a piece of piece of twine piece of something that you can anchor out there anchor your your decoy to if you're using decoys two or three mm -hmm. on it and just move it every now and then and uh, Alabama we're blessed with a lot of public land and a lot of public water a lot mm -hmm. of water, and if you yes. look Very across true. the state from the Mobile Basin all the way up to Lake Gunnersville and the Tennessee River all those are huntable areas and mm -hmm. you need to make sure you check your regulations very important say so, absolutely mm -hmm. we we've got we've got the National Forest you can hunt in check your regulations we got the forever wild land that many people don't know is huntable. Check your regulations. Right along uh, the Tallapoosa River line down below Lake Martin is several areas of, yep. of Alabama wild. But again, you got to know where you are because many places they have days for deer hunting and they have days for duck hunting. You do not want to be out there walking through the woods mm -hmm. camoed up for duck hunting nope. on a deer day. That's a mm -hmm. bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. So, yeah, absolutely. And, um, our neighboring states, Mississippi and Georgia, both have very inexpensive uh, single-use duck permits where you can go to, like, I've been hunting before on the Ten Tom River, and there's a huge canal zone there, which is like a thousand acres that you can just take, and if you have a boat or you're willing to just walk, part of doing things on the cheap is a little bit of scouting and a little bit of work. You're going to put a little mm -hmm. more work in on it, and that's your... Now, if you want to pay someone to go somewhere and make it easy for you, well, that's fine. That's part of it as well. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a lot of people think you have to, uh, you have to get a guide to go duck hunting. You, you have to pay somebody a lease to go duck hunting or whatever. Because, uh, at least for me, you get on the outdoor network, you watch all the hunting shows, mm -hmm. you know, flyaway shows or whatever, and, and they're always going to somebody's lease premium lease premium premium lease you're gonna see premium hunting events on television yeah it's yeah. kind of like watching bill dance go bass fishing <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know we're, right. we're in a private stock pond and he's pulling 10 pounders out yep. one after the other and yeah that's fun okay and and i you know i would encourage people anybody who's really gets into duck hunting at one point it's it's a once in a lifetime trip to go to Saskatchewan and go duck hunting. I would strongly encourage anybody to do that. Duck and goose hunting. That is the most amazing trip. It's not it's it's not a cheap. It hunt, is not a cheap trip. But it? it is definitely a once in a lifetime event to go just to see it. Not not much less to shoot, but this, just to see how many birds are in the air at any given time. Um, but that being said, I have been to premium duck hunting locations in Louisiana, down in the marshes, in the canals, along the coast, and had amazing days 
of hunting and killing birds. Amazing days of seeing bluebird days where they're flying sky high and all you can do is just watch the flocks as they go over and every now and then a low shoot comes in. But you can have as much or more success right here in the state of Alabama hunting ducks as you do going abroad to any other state or even up into Canada. Um, so the memories that you'll get, the excitement that goes along with it. I mean, I've been a deer hunter all of my life, fished a little bit along the way. When I got involved in duck hunting, it's, it's a whole different event and it is a lot of fun with a lot of great memories. So if you can figure a cheap way to go, there are many ways to do it and you're missing a great opportunity. Would you say the number one best way to get started would be to go to a DU event? I mean, as well, a that's district, a leading one question. of the district chair people, tell well, us what you think that'd be an excellent way that, for you to get started. That's a leading question. Now, would I say that's one of the best ways? I don't know that I would go that far. I think that's uh, trying to sell the product a little bit too hard, uh, just to be honest with you. However, I do think it would be uh, certainly something you you could do. It's a good way to meet people. Uh, it's a good way to get uh, to get associated with, as I said earlier, like-minded people. Uh, as Blake pointed out, it's a good way to get stuff on the cheap. You yep. know, because you're going to see decoys, you're going to see equipment, get guns. you're going to see guns and everything at those events that you can, you know, buy a raffle packet and maybe maybe walk out of there with something with. And all of the uh, committee people working that event, they're more than willing to sit and talk to you about any questions you may have about trying to hook up to get on a duck hunt or if you, if you know somebody that's going that might welcome them in. Lots of opportunities. So so is it the best way? I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I think the best way is probably to have a passion for the outdoors, is to want to get out and uh, experience something not on your TV, not, not on your computer, not on your video game, but actually get outside and enjoy the world a little bit. You know, I, I, th I think that's your first way to get out there. Uh, and then just experiment, experience. I, I will honestly say I've never been on the perfect duck hunt. No matter where I've been, come close, come close. Now, that Saskatchewan was pretty damn close. There, where we hunted in Saskatchewan, we well, hunted was, five mornings, five evenings. It was every day. Yeah, but, 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 that, so that it was, was a total of ten hunts. And there were definitely some perfect days but again but I, I didn't say perfect days perfect hunt there's I've never been on a hunt that I didn't feel like something could have been done better yeah. so I, I think that's part of part of doing it. it's part of learning it's to part keep of a sense of humor keep, about you. yeah yes uh, you know you know have a good time with it uh, I certainly think a DU event is a wonderful way to to get involved uh, with that so I, I would strongly encourage uh, you to do that and again that's not just here in Alabama that's anywhere in the US you've got a DU chapter somewhere close to you reach out to them talk to them I promise you they're not going to turn you down if you want to volunteer we're, we're always looking for people who are interested in getting involved in what I think is the best conservation organization going so right, Rodney any closing questions hmm well, um, I think we've I got, I have a, I got a question for Lamar. What do you think would be the best 
sub $500 shotgun on the market? Good question. Oh, damn. Uh, sub 500 shotgun. The one yeah. that you win at a DU event. The one that, that the you. one that you win. At, uh, yeah. Now, honestly, uh, and and I know it. It's a, you know, I know it's a pump. Mm -hmm. A Benelli Nova is one of the best sub 500 guns I've seen out there. Uh, it, it is. That's what it I was is thinking. reliable. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a pump, so you don't have a lot of things that can really go wrong with it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a really, really hardy gun. Uh, there, there's others out there as well, um, but you know, honestly, people give Mossberg a bad name, but Mossberg's basically built on the Benelli system. Mm -hmm. it, so, so they can, they even have some, uh, they even have some automatics that are in that $500 range that that is a good gun you know again mm -hmm. my favorite gun to shoot is a beretta okay i, I again top of the line beretta i, I will not knock <laughs> it i prefer it better than a benelli just simply because it mounts better to me mm -hmm. and I, I don't necessarily judge a gun on a name or whatever i judge mm -hmm. it on how it shoots and how it mounts how it feels when i pick it up that i i can't do any better than that Beretta. Uh, that's that's what I shoot. But if you're asking sub five hundred dollar gun, mm -hmm. that Benelli Nova is a hell of a gun. Uh, yeah. And and Mossbergs are are a good gun as well. Well, yeah. at some point in time, we're going to do a shotgun specific podcast where we can get into all of the shotguns yeah. and we can all argue about what we think be fun. is the best shotgun. And if we had all the money in the world, what we would buy? I actually had a Benelli Nova at one time, and it was awesome. I could pick everything out of the air with it, but I ended up having to give it to my buddy because I owed him some money for rent because <laughs> we lived at the beach, and I and we lived a whole summer down in Orange Beach, Alabama, and and uh, I had to pay him rent, so I just gave him a gun, and my dad was pretty mad about it. <laughs> Well, Lamar, thank you very much for coming in with us tonight. And, you are uh, very welcome. We will definitely have you back. Y'all, have a great night. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Alabama Wild Podcast. If you like what you heard, subscribe. And for the first 30 subscribers, we're going to do a drawing for a $20 gift card towards your cheap hunt, sponsored by Rubber Ducky RV Studios. And if you have any questions for myself, Andy, Rodney, or Lamar, email us at alabamawildpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you.